0: Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Hello, welcome to Muskoka Unlimited on 88.7 FM, The Bay. This is Jenny Cressman, your interim host for this show. Chris O'Cutsey, your regular host, is off for a while, so I'm going to be the irregular host, and I'm going to do my best to have a series of interesting people. This show, I have a very interesting fellow as my guest, Mendelssohn Joe. He is known as a true Canadian original, and I think that applies to both his career in music and in art. Some of you may know him, if you were familiar with the Toronto music scene in the 60s as being one half of McKenna Mendelson Mainline. He was a co-founder of that group, and they were known for not just their Canadian blues rock shows, but also the very theatrical productions they put on in their live concerts. So, Joe, I kind of miss that. I I mean, I'm sad that I missed all of the shows that you put on in Toronto. I was still living in the States at that point, but I have listened to the music and it's awesome. And tell me a little bit about some of the highlights of that part of your career.
1: The highlights were every time we played the music in front of people or make records.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And so you just love that performing.
1: Well, the, the job of a musician uh, these days, or ba- even back in the 60s,
0: was you spend a lot of time on traveling, which is something I do not enjoy. Ah, okay.
1: So it's, it's all about the music with me. That's yeah. what it's about.
0: Yeah. Well, and you, you've made some awesome music since splitting with a band. I think you went on your own. Your first solo album was 1973, and you've put out, what, like 30 albums since then?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Yeah, and I remember seeing you play um, in Huntsville here at the Algonquin Theater. I believe you opened for Hoxley Workman. Is that right? I did. Yeah, so had you been living in Huntsville very long at that point? No. No. When did you move up to this area?
1: Uh, it was around 2000.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. You you came a little bit after I did then to this uh, part of the country. Um, but I've been enjoying listening to, uh, catching up on, I guess I should say, on some of your, your music, such as the Canada song. I love that. It's just such a, a lovely, positive, sweet song. Thank you. Um, what other songs would jump out in your mind as being some of your favorites?
1: My favorite music? Yeah. My, uh, my production? You, you're yeah. referring to my music? Yeah. Uh, it's so nice to be in Canada, which mm-hmm. you just refer referred to. Yeah. Uh, everything I do, I do with the same uh, approach, which is do my best and tell the truth and uh, learn as I go. Uh-huh. That's how I do it.
0: Yeah, well, you're self-taught both in music and art, right? Correct. Wow. And it I think you've had you, you've made some amazing music and art and and you painted me too which I quite appreciate. <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. So your career in music, let's see. It it's mostly sort of blues oriented, but more your solo work I would say is more folksy. That's a good description. Mhm. Mhm. And so it was mostly solo guitar and I think you played harmonica a bit
1: too. I play a lot of instruments, and I play drums, and I play whatever is available, but the thing is, is times have changed
0: for me because of a medical condition that I experience. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, do you feel like talking a little bit about that? Sure. Okay. So I believe it's Parkinson's?
1: It's me to talk about.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay.
1: Mean the, the, the name of the medical problem? Yes. It's called Parkinson's disease. Uh huh. And it makes me shake. Okay. And if you you have your camera on me now, I could shake for you. I'm
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So that makes it hard to
1: play. Well, it what it does is, is first of all, when you, when you paint, it's it's difficult if you're shaking. Yes. Um, because you're holding a paintbrush. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And. As far as the music goes, uh, I stopped playing uh, professionally. Uh, I can't remember about a few years back because of the medical problem. Uh-huh. So now I do a lot of work with consultations with other musicians.
0: Ah, okay.
1: And, and um, I, um, what the, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, I am. Very conscious of what's going on, but in my case, I'm limited to the uh, uh, the, the, the Parkinson's uh, symptoms mm-hmm. and. Shaking now. Can you see me shaking?
0: Yes, and just so our listeners know, uh, we're on a Zoom camera. We're not in the same room, but we're, we're doing a Zoom so we can see each other and then just recording the audio for the radio show later. So, yes, I can see some shaking going on there, Joe. Yes, yeah, it's, it's shake, rattle, and roll. <laughs> Indeed. And so how long have you had this condition? Well, it's an ev- evolving condition. in other words,
1: originally, as a child, I was always shaking uh and keeping time with my left foot
0: uh-huh.
1: and and which did not uh go over well with my parents
0: uh-huh so, so the the disease in in, in its
1: uh, legitimate uh de- whatever you define it came on about i'd say five maybe six years ago and uh i the last album i recorded which was in huntsville with uh, andre wall uh-huh. was uh, about five years ago and that's the last one i ma- made in terms of my own thing okay but i still work with other people in, in, in a capacity uh, uh, as a consultant uh and uh various uh, communications, that's about all.
0: Okay, so sort of mentoring other musicians, would that be right?
1: Uh, if, I, if I could, or if I would. Okay. The question, there are lots of people, uh, for example, just heard Sean Con- Cotton, yep. do you know that name? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, I was given a copy of his recording, and I mm-hmm. was very impressed. I had nothing to say about it other than I was impressed by his work. Yeah. He's a good uh, producer.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, we have quite a few in- very amazing musicians here in the area. Now, in the notes that you sent me, you mentioned your favorite guitar player is Amos Garrett, but I'm not familiar with that name. Where is he based?
1: Well, he lives in High River, uh Alberta. Okay. Uh, but he's like me, he, he was uh, international. So we had to, uh, Amos used to travel all over the world. He was working with uh, uh, Maria Maldar, he was working with Paul Butterfield's uh, band. Uh, and so it's a whole business of travel. Okay. But as I've mentioned, it's not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, now, we're opposites in that way. I love to travel.
1: (laughs) You wouldn't love love to do it as a job.
0: No, I guess, well... Yeah, maybe. I mean, I have been a travel agent and led groups through Cuba, and I did quite enjoy that. But times change, and, you know, things change. So now we're not doing as much of the traveling, and we're doing more um, other things. And
1: mask-wearing yeah. mask
0: people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But at least we're pretty much past that. And I guess uh, the physical masks are gone, but I suppose there are still masks in place for people in other ways. Um Please.
1: What what are you referring to now? (laughs) Oh, I'm just... masks we wear in public. Yeah, yeah. We don't communicate uh, a disease called COVID-19.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um, getting back to the music world, I remember you talking about, and it might have been in an interview that we did in the past for print media when I was a journalist, about pimps. And do you still feel it's important to have a pimp?
1: everything is important <laughs> when you, if you don't have someone representing you uh, which is uh, that the purpose of the term pimp is pimps are uh, essentially salespeople uh-huh. whether they are it used to be referred to in the sexual trades but I'm talking in the music business it's the same thing we're constantly uh, represent us. If you want to go into
0: the, the big leagues, you need at, at least one quality your fingers are go, waving around. Uh, I'll refer to the finger waving around. That's what pimps can do. They waved their fingers. Okay. Okay. I'm waving my fingers because we just are needing to wind down this segment. And then we will reconvene after a few commercial breaks. And so, just to remind our listeners, I'm Jenny Cressman. This is Muskoka Unlimited on 88.7 FM, The Bay. And my guest today is Mendelssohn Joe. We're going to be right back after just a few minutes of interruption. And then we'll chat some more with this interesting artist and musician. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to Muskoka Unlimited on 88.7 FM The Bay. I'm Jenny Cressman, and I'm here with Mendelssohn Joe. Now before the break Joe we are talking about pimps and as I recall you used to refer to Karen Robinson as your favorite pimp because she promoted all your work particularly your artwork and um and
1: it's a joke. it's a euphemism for salesperson.
0: I know, I know. yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's I love it.
1: I did? a need one. Pardon? Everyone needs one.
0: That's right, yes. I've got a bit of a pimp, but I, she's um, she's doing her best to promote my writing, but it's a struggle sometimes. But Karen, meanwhile, has been doing an awesome job for you with all the books of your artwork that are out and the various shows. Now, was she involved when you had a show in Paris way back in the 80s? That was before her, wasn't it?
1: No, that was as a result of another pimp pet. Ah, uh, at the time of my life, uh, I was, um, residing with a, a, a young woman at the time younger than I, and, um, she, uh, solicited the, the, the uh, Canadian government, uh, had, had a, um, uh, I, I, I didn't go to the show, the exhibition, she okay. went to France and looked after the, um. Uh, I guess how how it was presented. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, one one show in Paris, uh-huh. uh, which was um, they liked it. They thought my art was folk art at the time. Okay. Whereas I wouldn't, I I didn't think about those things. Okay. And her name was Annie Smith. Ah. Uh. Was she was very very conscious and she knew how to represent me uh, with. Dignity, yeah, and um, w- and plenty of humor. Uh-huh. Humor is ne- necessary if you're going to be uh, in the arts because uh, it helps if you have a sense of uh, diplomacy as well as euphemistic t- terminology.
0: Yeah. So would that have been your your first international
1: show? Yep.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's in a-
1: Paris, nineteen. 19- I think it was I can't remember how far how far it was around 1980 or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, according to Wikipedia, because you know I did the Google search on you, it was 1980, and they called you um, Dauntless Evidentium. So there you go. Dauntless. <laughs> yes, that was your style, according to the the folks in Paris. It, oh, it
1: was Dauntless Evident Evidentium. Evident, Yeah, um, uh, I'm trying to remember the word and I'm having trouble. Part of the the, the problem with the, the disease that I have mm-hmm. is the brain doesn't work that well.
0: Yeah, you're not as, quite as quick as you used to be, I guess. But that's true for all of us for different reasons, I think. A- anyway, daunt, dauntless evidentium is what it said in the, in the Wikipedia search. But I've also heard your art called outsider art. You, where did that term come from? That
1: comes from people who do it, they don't uh, conform to any, any uh, acceptable or preconceived notions of what a visual art is. It's the same in music. Yes. Um, it's, it's basically, an outsider will say things like, I, everyone needs a pimp. Yes. <laughs> that would be an outsider's statement because it would have some effect negative uh, on uh, the recipients of uh, the the idea that you would think of yourself as meat for sale, and if you want meat for sale, you go to the the pimp, which is called the butcher. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's all just play on words. Yes, and but it it is essentially about marketing. Yes. And yes, when you market a product, the product in this case is the artist mm-hmm. or the musician or uh, the uh, 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 someone who writes books, so they call them agents in the, in that league of uh, book selling. yes, I'll just shut up there. <laughs>
0: that's okay um i i think it's all very interesting the terminology you know because i love to work with words um does does being called an outsider fit does that feel comfortable for you as a term to describe you in general yes yeah yeah
1: i'm an outsider and part of being an outsider is is with the 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 self-designation it's also about a philosophy of what it is to be an artist and to be an artist you would want to be free yes paint or sing or uh, perform something uh, that may not conform mm-hmm. so if you ask me to uh, sing you a song the the, um, the the song may have strange lyrics uh-huh. so I, that's what that's why i have an album called everyone
0: needs a pimp. <laughs> okay well it, I find it really interesting to to sort of look at your music career juxtaposed with your art so the Mendelsohn McKenna Mendelssohn mainline was sort of one aspect of it but your solo albums are much more sort of gentle and tender in their tone at least um for the music and the voice, maybe not the words so much, but then your art, your art is often extremely hard-hitting. The political stuff is like, whoa, it smacks you in the face with the the point it's making, which I think is awesome. Um, And of course, uh, when Rick Mercer talked to you about your Brian Mulroney image, that was definitely a a very big uh, smack for some people, I guess. Well, for example uh the, when it comes to making music
1: you, it's, i'm not good at talking about uh what it is it's you have to listen yeah for example if you play some of my one of my recordings or i i know the, ra- the radio station has some of the recordings mm-hmm. you, you can uh, the song like you mentioned before the canada song Uh that is a gentle song but it's also a degree of humor or
0: sarcasm yes so
1: it's it's not easy for me to talk about it it's again with the paintings the paintings can be used for political uh, uh content and i have very strong views about people who are in uh politics because um As soon as a a politician lies to me uh, or or lies to the public, that makes me very angry. Yeah. Because people who betray people uh, makes life difficult for the people at the bottom.
0: Yeah. Makes life difficult all around, for sure. But. Aside from the political paintings, you've also done a lot of other paintings of individuals that you like and respect, that's, your neighbors. That's the late
1: um, Harry Wall.
0: Yeah, the, well, the image I'm holding up is the well, cover of the book entitled Joe's Neighbors, and yes. these are portraits that Joe has done of people in the area. Yes, Harry Wall, Andre's father, is on the cover.
1: Yes, the late Harry Wall. Yes. And, and Harry Wall was... We were building a friendship but unfortunately his medical problem took his life yes but uh his son andre engineered uh a couple of albums i've made recent the last two of the albums i've made up uh, here uh andre w- was the engineer and co-producer in one case uh-huh uh, he's a genius by the way
0: yeah Yeah. So this uh, for those reading along at home with Joe's neighbors book, I'm on page ninety, just so you know. And a lot of other people in the book are people that I recognize from this community. It's it's very cool to see all the portraits you've done of of people who are you know just here around you, and you know maybe saw you when you used to walk through town in your paint splattered clothes and wonder who that guy was, and then maybe you made a connection and painted them. I think it's that is one of the coolest aspects of your art as well as the scenic um, pictures that you've done, the scenery of Algonquin and Muskoka. Uh, I think they're very visually strong, and I just love them.
1: Thank you. Well, there are a lot of artists that I painted. Uh, The Neighbors book consisted of a
0: variety of individuals doing different things, but some of them were artists. But your finger is up. Yeah, yeah, we, the one-minute warning.
1: <laughs> so, well, 10-4, t- uh, <laughs> over and out, unless you tell me to stay on the phone.
0: Um, that's fine. We're just going to wrap things up, and I just want to say um, quickly, in just you know a few seconds here, do you have a favorite painting of your own?
1: Well, idealistically, you want the one you're working on at this point okay. to be your best work. So I I know I'm good at what I do. Sometimes I get really lucky. And getting lucky when you're an artist is where you make something that you are really completely overwhelmed by your talent. And uh, I I work at it. and. Uh, your fi- your finger is saying
0: goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are out of time, Joe. So I will look forward to seeing the painting that you are now working on at one of your shows at the Karen Robinson Gallery in Emsdale. Thank you very much for being my guest, Mendelssohn Joe. This is Jenny saying goodbye from Muskoka Unlimited on Hunter's Bay Radio.